invite you to a soul level encounter. Music has an incredible ability to proclaim the soul's language beyond what mere words can speak. That's what we seek as we invite our guests to share their song of the soul. You will hear the music that has charted the steps of their spiritual journey, that has provided a touchstone in the soul's dark night and sung the heart's awe and joy when come to the light. Over the next hour, you will be a witness and companion to our guests' spiritual path and sacred testimony. Welcome to Song of the Soul. Today's Song of the Soul treat comes to us from the Pacific Northwest, Oregon in particular. Singer, songwriter, and guitarist Alice DiMaselli has been producing a wealth of music since the 1980s, releasing her 12th recording this year. With a strong sense of connection to nature and the earth, and surrounded by other superb musicians, Alice DiMaselli channels moving, meaningful, and beautiful music. She joins us today from her home in Oregon. Alice, I'm so happy to have you here today for Song of the Soul. It's a big honor to be here hanging out, talking to you. Thanks, Mark. Now, you're over there in Oregon. Are you an Oregon native, or are you an immigrant, or how did that happen? I moved to Oregon in 1986. Uh, I grew up in New Jersey, but um, I've been here a lot longer than I've ever lived anywhere else. But I'm a New Jersey native and proud of it, as well as an Oregon adoptee and proud of that, too. You've been doing music for quite a while. I think since 1988, you've been putting out recordings, a lot of them. Are you an engineer, a sound master yourself? No, not at all. I really don't have any interest in that part of the... I mean, I, I have interest in it, but I've never really taken to it. I haven't wanted to have to buy all the equipment. So I try to master the voice and the guitar. <laughs> well, you've got 12 recordings, so you've been doing it extensively. That means, I guess, in the order of 100 or 200 or 300 songs that you've probably written in your life. Do they just come out of your daily life? You just... How many songs have you done in the last two months? You know, it's funny. When I was younger, I used to write all the time. You know, I mean, I have written thousands of songs. And when I was younger, I'd write them, you know, constantly be writing. Like, every day I would write something else. And a lot of it was just, you know, in my opinion, garbage. So I just sort of, it was, I know I considered it practice. Anymore, I really don't write very often. But when I do, they're generally keepers. So it's sort of like, I've sort of learned how to fish. You know, I've learned how to catch the good ones, and I don't even bother with the ones you're not supposed to catch. You're also obviously a guitarist and probably some other things, too. What is your origin with respect to music? Were you one of those people schooled on piano when you were five, that kind of thing? No, I've been, you know, I sang in choirs on Glee Club and all that my whole life. So I've always been a singer. My voice was my first instrument. I started writing songs when I was like five or six years old. I always wanted to play the guitar. My mom played piano, and for some reason, I didn't want to play piano because I was rebelling, I guess. Now, of course, I wish I would have studied piano at a young age because it would have made it a lot easier for me in later years. 
But I picked up the guitar at 17, and I started, started teaching myself how to play. I've been playing ever since. Well, you've got a lot of heart and soul, Alice. So let's hear our first sample of it. Let's start out your song of the soul. What would you like to start with? I'd like to start with my first album, Make a Change. There's a tune on it called Wise Old Woman. And this is probably the most or one of the most requested songs that I've I have a few that are kind of like hits with my fans or whatever you want to call it. But but this one just always, you know, sits with me. And when I wrote it, I was 20 years old. And, you know, now I'm 46 years old. And every time I sing it, I feel like I get something else from it. So it's one of those gifts that just keeps on giving. And I thought, you know, start out with how I sounded when I was 21 years old, when I made my first record and, you know, what that sounded like. And then we'll move on to some of the more recent stuff and you know you just hear how an artist develops that way so i want to start with wise old woman last night i was dreaming i had troubles in my way looking for the comfort of my mama far away i was walking down an old dirt road tears streaming from my eyes when a wise old woman come up been asked to me why And she said Oh no child Just dry those tears from your eyes You gotta ask for what you want Before you get it Oh my child You just got to make up your mind What you need will come to you And you know it on and show it Well this old woman smiled like gold and her words came none too soon My eyes got wide, my tears they dried and I got a smile on too And as I looked her in the eye I saw myself on down this road Helping some little girl lighten up her load I was singing, oh no child, just dry those tears from your eyes. You gotta ask for what you want before you get it. Oh my child, you just got to make up your mind. What you need will come to you when you know it. Come on and show it. There's just one thing I'll tell you Before I walk away It's your own life you're living You've got to start acting that way Don't you follow any person Be wise now, girl, be smart Don't you follow any orders Unless they line up with your heart She was singing Oh no, child, just dry those tears from your eyes 
You gotta ask for what you want before you get it Oh my child, you just got to make up your mind And what you need will come to you and you know it Come on and show it You just gotta show it Act like you know it Come on and show it That wonderful artist is Alice DiMaselli. She's with us here today for Song of the Soul, and the song was Wise Old Woman. And now, Alice, you're not even halfway, really, to being the old woman. Have you gotten some wisdom in those 26 years? In the song there, you know, you talk about seeing yourself down the road as uh, maybe a wise old woman who could comfort the young woman. Is that a role you can already inhabit, or is that still in the future? Certainly. I mean, you know, it, it was interesting. I, you know, when I when I first wrote it, I mean, I, you know, it was really, I knew, I understood it, but I didn't really get it. I didn't really grok it, you know, in that deep sense of understanding. And now I feel like I do, you know, but I'm sure that when I'm 65 or 66, then I may get it on a whole nother level. But the thing that I really like about that tune is that, you know, kids love it. And the grandmas love it, too. It's like, and the grandpas, you know, it's like, I think everybody can relate to it from where they are. And that's, to me, what is the importance of music, you know, is that a song that, that means something to me that my favorite songs are one that you can relate to and you can put yourself inside of. And that's when you really get something out of it. Or at least that's when I really get something out of it. And that's one of those tunes for me. You know, one of the things you talk about in the song, Alice, is... You have to know what you want before you get it. And age 20, I'm kind of figuring that you didn't really know what you want, or maybe you did because you were already on your musical track or whatever it is. You know, you talked about, I guess, continuing revelations of truth, right? Continuing openings, continuing depth of grokking that you can do. You know, you're looking back 26 years. Is your truth different today than it was then? No, not really. The truth is the same. What I'm learning and what I've learned through time is that what I want, I mean, the song also says, you know, what what you need will come to you and you know it. So, I mean, I feel like I'm living proof of that. It's like I may want things, but, you know, what I really want is to be on my path and to be a whole person and to, to be able to give and to be able to, to brighten people's lives. And, uh, you know, I feel really grateful for that. And I hope that I can continue to do that for the rest of my life. Well, you're going to make me happy if you give us another sample of your music to share for Song of the Soul. <laughs> okay. Well, um, my second album was called It's a Miracle. That was released in 1989. The title track from that, I just re-recorded on my new album, Lucky Dogs, because even though I love the old It's a Miracle version, and you can find it on iTunes and all that kind of stuff, but... I really wanted to redo it because I felt like as an artist, as a singer, as a musician, the phrasing, the groove has really developed over the years. And I have these wonderful musicians that I play with on a regular basis, and we were going to the studio to do the album, so we all just really wanted to re-record the song. So I'm, I'm really excited that we did. So, you know, it's a miracle. And this is a tune that I wrote after having spent some time backpacking in the woods by myself, which I used to love to do solo backpacking in the wilderness. You know, I haven't done it in a while, but it's something that really fed me and really helped me hone into who I am. And also experiencing being at the birth of my friend's child 
and holding her up on one side while her man was on the other side. This little guy is now, I don't know, 23 years old or something like that, 24 years old. It's crazy. So anyway, this tune is called It's a Miracle, and it, it sort of expresses my, my spiritual take on things.
It's a Miracle from Alice DiMaselli's two CDs. There's, you could listen to the newest version. Lucky Dogs is CD she released just this year. But way back in 1989, she released it on It's a Miracle. Alice is with us today from her home over in Medford, Oregon, where I guess that's where your fans are concentrated. Are you a national traveler, an international traveler? Are you a regional person for the most part? I have been a national and international traveler for music. The last few years, I pretty much stay more in the Northwest just because I don't really want to fly. I used to go to the Midwest a lot. I used to go to the Southeast and different Northeast and, you know, different places, but it just became, you know, I'd be happy to do more traveling, but it just has to make sense for me, you know, this stage in my life, I don't want to just be running around like a nut, you know, and then come home broke. Is there an environmental component, uh, an awareness in your part? I sometimes question myself because I've done for Quaker Folk Dance Group, I'm part of religious peace work by traveling to a number of different countries, you know, once every couple of years. But I'm just aware of how much of the earth resources that uses and maybe for, you know, a couple weeks' visit, and that just doesn't seem quite the right balance. Is, is that part of what goes on for you? Absolutely. I mean, it just, you know, flying, I won't say I won't fly. I mean, I will fly. I do fly once in a while. I haven't flown in quite a few years now. Not something that I necessarily want to be part of my regular diet. Flying is not good for the planet, so, yeah, I don't really want to be part of that. At this point, I just more stay in my region, and I would be happy to travel if it makes sense and it works, and I can do it in the way that feels good. But flying, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like my job is to make a difference. And so if I have a situation where I can fly and I can reach a ton of people with my music and it can do some good and it will do more good than the the bad that comes from me getting into a plane and supporting that system then I'm absolutely willing to do it. But I'm not willing to do it if it's not going to really make a difference. One of the things I really liked from that song, It's a Miracle, is I believe it's a saxophone playing in there. It's it's really got deep movement to it. 
You talked about some of the musicians that are part of the people you perform with. I imagine that's evolved over the years, or have you been with the same folks for 26 years? No, no, it's absolutely evolved. And in the last year to two years, I've sort of put together this band that I'm really psyched with. It's taken me, you know, 20 years to get a band that I absolutely love. I mean, I've I've played with lots of different people over the years, and they're all wonderful people and wonderful musicians, but to find the right combination and the right groove and the right vibe, I know exactly the vibe that I want, the vibe that I want in the band, among the musicians. I know the, the kind of musicianship that I will demand of the people that play with me, and I just, I'm pretty picky, so I've lucked out, and I found a really wonderful group of people that, that are amazing. And like I said, over the years, I've had wonderful people that I've played with but a lot of times they live really far away or that, you know, I'm mean, living in, in Southern Oregon. It's not like being in the Bay Area or Portland or New York City where there's just like tons of amazing musicians that, you know, don't have day jobs that are willing to work. It's hard to find. So I've gotten pretty lucky. Well, we're lucky that you've gotten lucky. It really, there's very clearly a lot of rich musicianship behind your music. And you're in the front. You're the lyricist. You're main vocals. I don't know if you have other people who do vocals also. But clearly, there's a confluence of energy and music that's coming together. I get the feeling that this is part of your spirituality, too. I think in your lyrics, there's all kinds of hints about where you find divine presence. But the way you were just talking so passionately about the music, it's clear to me that it's also linked with that. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, I mean, my my spirituality is the outdoors, is the earth, you know, the natural world. That's My church is the natural world. You know, that's where I worship. That's where I took, got to take my parents on a river trip with me. It was a Sunday. It was my mom's birthday was on a Sunday that year. It was her 65th birthday, and I took them down the wild and scenic section of the Rogue River where I guided for seven years. It was Sunday, and, and my mom said, oh, well, I guess we're not in church today because my mom you know, goes to church and everything. And I looked there, and I said, well, welcome to my church because this is my church. And the, she just looked at me. She goes, I totally get it now. She's like, I really, they, you know, they got it because there you are in the middle of the wilderness, the most beautiful place. It's so healing, and, you know, I wish for so many people to experience that. You know, and I feel very blessed and lucky that I've gotten a chance to experience that in in my life. You talked about time when you guided. What do you mean by that? Oh, I was a raft guide, so I basically rode gear boats and then also boats with people in them for seven years down on the wild and scenic section of the Rogue River. We do four- and five-day trips, sometimes three-day trips, into the wilderness. And you go down the river and I'd row, we cook and, you know, we make camp and everything. And it's just, it's a wonderful wilderness experience. And I highly recommend it for everybody. I would love to still be doing it. My body kind of spoke to me a few years ago and said, you know, it's just time. It's a young person's job. And also the music just started calling back to me. I took a sabbatical for about five years from touring because I got to the point with it where I just felt like, you know, I didn't want to play the game, you know. I mean, the hard part about music as a profession is you're constantly having to sell yourself. That's just a game that I don't want to play. And I've always just somehow, you know, I just have to keep reminding myself, which is not easy to do. It's definitely part of my spiritual path, I believe, too, and part of my trials and tribulations that, you know, everyone has their thing that they have to go through. You know, whether it's I don't want to keep going to my 9-to-5 job because it's so hard, you know but I have to feed my family, you know, and 
And for me, it got to the point where I just was like, I don't want to self-promote anymore because I know, I know who I am and I know that this music is not mine. This music is not Alice DiMasselli. It's not me. It comes through me and it's a gift. And so in order for me to stay a sane and centered individual, I need to keep that somewhat separate. And in the game of music, it's really hard to do because you're supposed to be self-promoting all the time in order to make it unless you're, you know, I've, I've never wanted to go the label route. When I was first starting out, I got talked to by some label reps. I just, I didn't want to do it. So I just said, no, thank you. And I just forged my own path. And when I started out, it was pre-Ani DeFranco and pre-any of that. So, you know, it wasn't like there was lots of indie people. It was, the indie scene was just starting out. I was among very few people to be doing this on my own. So everyone thought I was nuts to say no to a label. But I just didn't want to go there. I didn't want to have to, like, cut my hair and shave my legs and do whatever it was that they wanted me to do, you know. I didn't want to play that game. But even doing it on my own, there just came a point where I just felt like I was weary. I was weary from some personal stuff that was going on in my life at the end of an 11-year relationship that, you know, was very, very devastating to have it be ending, but it was necessary and I was at a sort of spiritual breaking point where I just felt like I spend all my songs are about nature. All my songs are about finding oneness and peace. But where I was was in the space of being in a car all the time and being inside all the time and running from interview to interview to the gig to gig and flying in airplanes and, and driving in cars. And, you know, it just became a place where I just felt like I was betraying my own muse by not giving her the chance to be in my life. And I just realized, you know what? If I reach five people on any given night at a show, then I've made it in the music world. I need to let go of some idea that I have to be rich and famous or something. You know, I have to fulfill, you know, I'm not going to be the next Mariah Carey. I'm not walking that path. It's not the path that I'm on. That's not the path that I've chosen. That's not the path that I want. I just realized that, you know what? I've already made it. Now I just need to be, I need to take some time to heal and to find that place inside that is one with nature. So I went and I just, I just dropped my career and people thought I was nuts then too. It was like, you're crazy. You know, you've got this great career. And I just said, well, I need to feel, I need to, I need to get back to my roots and I don't want to be somebody or something to other people. I just, I want to be able to give and I can't give if I have no, no resources and no reserves and I've, I'm down on my reserves. I'm down on my resources and, you know, I can fake it till I make it, but I don't want to fake it. You know, when I sing, I'm not faking it. And so I walked away and it took me about five years to be able to come back. And then when I made by ebb and by flow, I did so having come back from working for five years on the river. And then I continued to work on the river for another couple of years. And then I just stopped working on the river, you know, recently. Thank you so much for sharing that, Alice. It's powerful witness for all the folks who are listening. And by the way, all you listeners out there, you are listening to Song of the Soul. My name is Mark Helpsmeet. My guest today is Alice DiMaselli. My website is northernspiritradio.org because this is a Northern Spirit Radio production. On my website, find links to my guests 
Alice's website is alicedemoselli.com, but rather than trying to teach you how to spell in Sicilian, I would like you just to follow the link from northernspiritradio.org. You can hear all of my productions for the last six years, find the links, and you can post comments. I'm asking you sincerely, please drop by and give us a comment, give us some feedback, let us know where you're listening. Again, Alice DiMaselli is with us here today for Song of the Soul. We've had two songs from you, Alice, but I think we'd like to get in a little bit more music. Do you want to lead us into some more? Yeah, well, you know, one of the songs I wanted you to play was Alive Awake. And I think mostly because I need that song right now, because <laughs> I've been going through a back injury, and I'm healing from that. So, uh, so I want to hear that one. And this is a tune that I wrote having come out of a rough patch. You know, sometimes when you come out of a rough patch, it's like spring. You know, you wake up and it's been a cold, cold winter and spring has arrived. And that's sort of the energy of this tune. Is healing from the break, and I am grinning for love's sake. My heart is full, my head is light, and I heard the stars come out tonight. My ears are open, I'm alright. Spark I feel with you And there is nothing I can do But sing these feelings Coming through Coming through Coming Yeah, 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 yeah. 
grinning for love's sake. I am grinning for my own sake. I am grinning for my own heart's sake. For my own. of sweet love's sake for the sparkle of true love's sake for this fire that melts my heart away for the promise of sweet love's sake for the sparkle of true love's sake for this fire that melts my icy heart awake melt my frozen heart away melt my icy heart melt my frozen heart melt this icy Awake is from Demons and Angels. That was recorded back in 1998. In the song, Alice, I was wondering as I was listening to it, it had the sense of a love relationship. You know, in the Bible, there's the Song of Solomon. That always struck me as a real love poem from one person to another, but I think it's included in the Bible because the people who assembled the Bible thought that it was a a love poem about God. What was the inspiration for Alive Awake? Yeah, it's more of a spiritual song. I mean, you know, there, there's not, it's more just about waking up and connecting with my soul and my spirit. And, you know, there are people involved that I, friends that I really love that helped me in that path. But it's certainly more of a love song to a spirit than anything. Well, then we can include it in our Bible, I suppose, then. <laughs> <laughs> I do think that friends and those people who are our spiritual community are so important. Where do you go to get spiritual community? You talk about nature as your church. One of the things that is positive and negative about that is that there aren't people out there. So there aren't people nattering and getting in your way and putting their issues and agendas in your way. But you also are missing that community of support. So who is your spiritual community? You know, I have a a really strong paddling community here, people that are kayakers that I feel like are kind of a spiritual community for me. But I also have a a really large group of friends 
that I've met through music and through music gatherings and playing music all night around the campfire and, and stuff like that, but also just at shows. I definitely find spiritual community at shows, but, you know, and I've kind of dabbled in going to all different types of churches and being with people in all different ways, but, you know, I just mostly my family and good friends who share the love of nature and what's natural and what's real to us. I'd like to get in a couple more songs, so let's continue right on with some more of your wonderful music. What's up next? Oh, I want to do Made Out of Water for sure, and that is a tune that I wrote well, I think it pretty much speaks for itself. It's, you know, it's about my spiritual connection to water. A lot of my tunes are about water. From the very beginning, from Make a Change, there's like four songs about water, rain, and different things. So water has been a theme throughout my whole musical evolution, and it continues to be. And I hope that folks will listen a little deeper into um, my collection of music from the past and present and experience more than these five songs. But Made Out of Water is one that is sort of a must here, I think, and it, it's always fun for me, and it's one that, in a live show, the audience will sing along. I kind of call it my hippie revival song. The song is Made Out of Water by Alice DiMaselli. I was baptized as a little child. They took me into the church to save my soul. And the priest prayed to his God above as he dipped my little body in that water bowl. Oh, 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 I'm made out of water. Water is the only thing can quench my thirst. And I'm always trying to get back the water from that very first breath on my day of birth. One day I found myself on an island. I dove into the ocean so warm and sweet And the songs came and shook me to my spirit Like the big waves crashing on that white sand beach Then you came and took me down to the river Helped me get into a little red boat And held my hands to baby flip on over Oh, the goddess loves the rhythm of this rock and roll oh, 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 Made out of water Water is the only thing can quench my thirst And I'm always trying to get back to the water From that very first breath on my day of birth Rushing rhythm of a beautiful snow-fed mountain creek And I pray each day to gain a little wisdom As I let the cold water baptize me I am a woman guided by emotion Dancing to the groove of the ebb and flow And the moon pulls on me like she pulls on the ocean I'm recurring from my head down to my little toe Oh, oh, I'm made out of water Water is the only thing can quench my thirst And I'm always trying to get back 
to the water from that very first breath on my day of earth. I'm made out of water. Water is the only thing can quench my thirst. I'm always trying to get back to the water from that very first breath on my day of birth. Nice lively song made out of water by Alice DiMaselli. That's from her By Ebb and By Flow recording. You go out to alicedemaselli.com and you'll find links so that you can learn about the 12 recordings that she's got out there. So you're getting a small sliver of some of the wonderful music that Alice has made over the 26 years she's been performing. About that one... You declined earlier to say much about your religious history, but I'm betting that you started out either as Catholic or Episcopal. If you have infant baptism, that's what that means. Yeah, I grew up Catholic. I mean, I'm Sicilian, so of course I grew up Catholic. (laughs) Well, I was Catholic, too. It's really nice that you talk about, I guess, being re-baptized by the cold water from the mountain stream. I mean, that... That's a beautiful image, and it seems to me a much more vital one, I guess, for you at least, and uh, it certainly makes sense to me. Was there a particular moment when you felt that? I've got a couple moments in my mind where in nature, all of a sudden, a transforming act like water or earth or fire, that they captured for me something that was part of my spiritual history or religious history. See, for me, it's just been constant. I mean, water has always, since I can remember... And when I was 11 years old, I wrote this song from Make a Change called Celebrate the Rain, and it's just a chant. And I wrote it walking home from junior high school in the rain. That tune was the first of many songs about water. and many. I mean, I would just love, I would, thunderstorms, I didn't care. I'd go out in the rain and just, I loved it. I just have always loved water. I've always just felt like, I'm just so drawn to it. So, you know, when I was in my mid-30s and started whitewater kayaking and rafting for the first time, it was like, I felt like I came home. I wrote that song around the time I was learning how to kayak, and it was just kind of like, wow, this is a physical activity that I can do that brings me closer to my source, because we are made out of water, as, <laughs> as we all know. There is one thing in that song which indicates a, certainly a change from Catholic upbringing. You mentioned the goddess loving the rhythm of rock and roll. I have, over the last couple of years in particular, felt more power from goddess feature and understood that better, particularly through some musical friends have found some depth in that. When you look to the divine, whether it's the earth or whatever, does it have a a character that you can talk about? To me, the divine is beyond gender, certainly. But at the same time, because I was raised in such a patriarchal church in a patriarchal way, I've always tended to say she for for God rather than he. Although I, I also really like the great mystery. I really like that. But I feel like I honor the God and the goddess both. And it is really a big, great mystery. But I don't really think that gender has much to do with it. Although I love the goddess. I just think it's a wonderful concept, especially in such a patriarchal culture, to uh, to embrace the divine feminine because certainly is part of our world and part of our universe and it's denied by so many people in the universe and so many humans only think of the divine in a male way which is it seems completely unbalanced to me so in my heart i embrace that divine feminine and 
And I feel like as a woman, that's really helped me. I mean, when I was, one of my baptisms was when I was 19 years old and went to a waterfall with four women and had a circle and sang songs and gave thanks to the goddess, gave thanks to the Mother Earth, and gave thanks to the male divine God as well. And that's been a part of my, you know, my own spiritual practice to circle with women and circle with people. That's a part of my spiritual community. Well, and that makes sense to me. And as you say, we are deprived of some of the really beautiful attributes by thinking of the divine only in male terms. One of the words that I learned about, there's a, a woman, a feminist, who was on her own doing translations from the Bible. She said that Jesus talks to Abba, which is God, you know, Daddy, if you will. But she said she was trying to find a term in the Bible that was female-centered, and she found that the word that we translate as loving-kindness is actually derived from the Hebrew word for womb. So it, it's quite literally uh, love from a womb, which is obviously maternal. God loves us with womb love, and so that God must be a goddess, actually. That's beautiful. That's absolutely beautiful. I think it's so much part of what's going on in our world. We're, we're so out of whack because... We have this, you know, insanity saying that the divine is male. In fact, it really is so beyond gender. But I've always been drawn to, I remember in college reading Starhawk, Dreaming the Dark, and just having my life changed. You know, and then years later being in circle and ceremony with the Budapest, because I'd go to these women's festivals to play music. I'd get to meet these wonderful women that carry the goddess tradition and, you know, I suppose I'm one of them now because I carry that tradition inside of me. And I, I love that. And I love that I can be in a circle and sing and, and share that with younger women and pass it along. And, you know, at the same time, really honor the men in my life, really honor my sons and really honor all the family. But, but really understanding that it's important to find that balance and that in this world of patriarchy, it's so important to bring the mama back in. <laughs> I mean, you know, she's just waiting. Well, you've already given us a fair amount of music that we're going to remember. And I, again, I do hope people go to your website, com, follow the link from northernspiritradio.org. We've got time, I think, for one more song, or at least part of one more song. What can we finish your song of the soul with, Alice? I think um, the song Faith Lives, because it's a tune that, that I wrote it's about being a fallible human and needing to reach out to the divine for support. And so I think it's a good place to end. We're going to listen now to Faith Lives, and then we'll chat just a little bit more with you, Alice, before we say goodbye. Faith Lives. Time is no longer my, my faith 
Maselli, Faith Lives, from her Lucky Dog CD, released just this year. Thank you so much for sharing that, Alice, and reaching out to the divine, putting your faith in something higher and something stronger. That's a great inspiration. Did you want to say anything at all about what inspired that? Because I I have a, a sense of maybe not Dark Night of the Soul fully, but some kind of crystallizing experience like that, that led you to remember i sort of wrote that song around the time that i was starting to realize that i needed to take the sabbatical 
you know, I just felt like I needed to let go and not try to be so in control because I was always, I was being so controlling about always on tour and I had to be constantly doing this and that. And I just realized that, you know what, I need to stop and listen. It's important to sing and it's important for me to put my heart and soul into this music, but it's equally as important. And at that time, it was more important for me to just shut up and listen. And sometimes that's the big I mean, the, the universe just kind of sits you down and just tells you it's time to just stop and listen. And that's kind of where that song came from. Well, that certainly resonates with me as a Quaker. I noticed that one of the people who gave you kudos was Bonnie Raitt, who was raised Quaker. So there's something about the depth of the silence out of which you sing that certainly resonates here. Oh, thank you so much. It's been such an honor to talk to you and I really appreciate your show, and I really appreciate your work, and I really appreciate your time. Thank you so much, Alice. Today's Song of the Soul guest was Alice DiMaselli. Thanks so much for joining us today, and we'll see you next week for Song of the Soul. The theme music for Song of the Soul is by Chris Williamson, and it's called Song of the Soul. My name is Mark Helpsmeet, and this is a Northern Spirit Radio production. You can listen to this program again track down the list of songs included and a whole lot more on my website northernspiritradio.org and I invite you to share your song of the soul with my listeners just contact me via my website and please join me weekly for Song of the Soul You can be happy Let in the light It will heal you And you can feel you And sing a